Yeah! Fleet Flea! <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I'm Tony. And I'm Brad. All right. And uh, this week, again, on location. Yes, again. Yeah, we've done oh. it again. We're, we're moving around now. I don't mind this. We're not locked down by COVID. True. We're not Americans, so. Or British. We know how to handle things. Yeah. we get, Well, it was oh, a bit rough. Yeah. We eventually got it. Hey. Our extent of rough is nowhere near as the extent yeah. of rough of other countries. So I'm no, not, not even fucking close. No, man. they're fucked. Absolutely not. And speaking of being location, we've yes. got a special guest with us this week. Got a, a long-time listener of the show and a good friend of ours, Paulie V. Hello, hey. my lovelies. How you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. <laughs> not so bad. So tell us about yourself, man. Uh, well, let the rebels know what you're about. Hello, my lovelies. Um, or I should say. My rebels, <laughs> uh, what I call my um, my fan base is my lovelies. Mm-hmm. I do a, a pretty random food log, basically pantry items. If it's yummy or not, I say it's fucking yummy. If it's fucking shit, it's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm just disappointed. That's I'm generally free, how I'm, my mum feels about me. Oh, <laughs> but my highlights are sausage of the week and Friday night drinks. Because I, I was, I've been following you since the early days, and yeah. sausage of the week was like your first kind of regular thing that you were doing, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, yes yeah. It was. So, like, how did this all start? Like, it, it all started with a tragic thing. I, I make it like um, quick as possible. Um, my air. X screwed me over. Right. And I thought a video was on private because I've got dyslexia, um, my rebels. <laughs> yeah. And it was actually on public and it kind of went uh, viral. Yeah. People enjoyed my goofy content and it just boomed from there. Because it literally, I remember you calling me, like, I think it was like a couple of days after and literally you exploded overnight. Yeah. It's kind of plateau, but I'm still happy with that. From like zero to about 10,000 within two weeks, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. People loving the sausage. That was nuts, man. <laughs> that was crazy. And you've had like a few like celebrity guests and stuff hanging around with you too. Yeah, I've had a few celebrity guests. Yeah. Uh, I've had um, Angus Lachlan from Mix FM. Yep. Had uh, The Buttsman, which did an interview with me. And um, just recently, The Powerfish invited me to go to his place in Queensland to do a video with him. Holy That's crap. cool. That's Very awesome, cool. Dude. Yeah. Hells yeah. But look, how can people find you? Okay, um, best way to find me is Paulie V Vlogs over on Instagram or YouTube, but my most of my videos are on Instagram, so just hook me up there. Alright, so, so Paulie V Vlogs on Insta. Yeah. Yeah, sick. But now, you're not here for the love of food. You're here because, like me, not so much like Brad, but more like me, we're huge geeks, and we love pop culture <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank we you love for comics. Me, we I'm love glad. games. We love TV shows. Me and you are on that same wavelength. Exactly. And you're here to fucking shoot and fucking hammer this one down. <laughs> See, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I wanted people to know a different side of me, which they haven't seen before. My nerdy and geeky side. Yeah. And this is, was the best opportunity to do it. Hells yeah, man. Well, do you want to kick us into this intro? This is Rebels Without a Clue, and this is fucking yummy. Alright, 
right, so welcome to the show, guys, like I said earlier. And before we get underway, if you haven't done so already, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever. Um, you can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast, as well as the Generation Random Network Facebook page, and on YouTube at Rebels Without a Clue. Boom! You Done. got through it! I know, and I didn't say blue! You weren't a big stuttering dog For fuck. once! Fuck <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Alright, so, now, we're here. We literally just got back from the viewing. Yep. We just went and saw what? Mortal Kombat, the new one. Fuck yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, just got back, so it's still fresh in our minds. So, listeners, Let's- this episode is about bringing back the childhood thoughts the memories, the nostalgia, it's all going to come out in this episode. Oh, yeah, but also just kind of dissecting the movie itself. I'll fucking dissect you. Do it, I dare mm, you. And my misery. <laughs> and it also engages new audiences too. 100%. Yep. Which is definitely something I want to sort of go into at some point. Yeah, no, it's good branching so, out the fan base. Yeah, so should we start with that then? Let's do that. All right, well, how did you think as far as like reaching out to a new audience? What did you guys think? Go well, for it, Paulie. I came with low expectations and I ended up coming out with a positive because there was a lot of critics saying there wasn't a lot of story, but I think it was just enough story to engage you in your fans to Mortal Kombat. And yeah. I think it went really well. Yeah. Like that for now. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm of the same mind. I felt like there wasn't a lot of storyline, but it was, it was enough. Mm. It was enough there to make the story make sense and to make it easier for people to follow. And like what I was telling you, T, you know, initially when I was looking at reviews when we were on the way there, yes. and I kind of got a little bit of an understanding of what people were feeling about the show, mm. and what we kind of gathered from what I read was that it was, you know, a focus on fighting, it was a focus on kind of exploring the characters, there wasn't much depth in terms of the script, mm. which again, we didn't go there for that reason. No. So, ultimately, I'm happy and content that it gave it some context. Yeah. But we didn't need to sit there and elaborate, you know, a fucking Schindler's List in terms of a movie content. Yeah. We wanted to go and see fighting. But that was good because you didn't get lost in the storyline. There was a perfect amount of storyline. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they didn't kind of overdo it. No. Because you have that problem with some movies where they try to fit in too much storyline and then some things just don't make sense. It's like like they paid homage to exactly what Mortal Kombat people are about. Yeah. Like, you think about the game. Yes, as the games progressed well, a little bit further on. Well, with the new ones. No, this is what I'm saying. There was a lot of context, a lot of story developed with the newer ones. Yeah. But back in the day, we played Mortal Kombat because we just wanted to fucking fight. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was about. Yeah. And absolutely, they paid homage to old school Mortal Kombat, but I think a new variation of it as well. Definitely. And it, okay. I think it's kind of a good gateway to get, like, a younger generation into the Mortal Kombat franchise. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, I, was, I think you were saying earlier, Paul, a lot of people that you work with say, like, they don't even know what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. Like, to us, that seems like three of It's us, a foreign foreign. Like, yeah. Really? What? You don't know Mortal Kombat? What? 20-year-olds don't even know what Mortal Kombat is. Fuck, man. That's... They're fucked. It, look, it's a different generation <laughs> now. And, like, when you think about it, like, if I pose the question to you, yeah. we have Mortal Kombat, we have Street Fighter, we have all that kind of stuff. Mm. What do they have now? Fortnite and COD. Fortnite and COD. That's it. And GDA. I don't even qualify Fortnite because it's a peasant's fucking GDA, game. I'll back you that 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm glad we're in agreement on that. Yeah, Fortnite can get fucked. <laughs> Fight me. If you can see the finger, the finger's up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Look, it's a good way to get people, like, they'll watch the movie because they're like, oh, it's new. The, looks pre- the trailer looks awesome. 
go watch it. Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, it's based on a game. Oh, shit. Maybe I should try the game. Yeah. Bang. And it was even when I was watching the trailer reactions, I, I think I sat in my backyard for a good probably a couple hours watching people watch the trailer. And something that I loved about that is we share the moment of when the exploration of all these new characters and the story and it's like, oh, oh, and I'm having those moments with other people because I couldn't share it with you because you were still like skeptical. You were in that skeptical stage and I'm like, I'm not expecting much. Well, I didn't expect much to begin with. Exactly. My point. So I was G'd up from the get go. So for Mm. me, it was definitely, yes, I'm ready for this. So did like... Now, you were pretty G'd up. Did I was. it live up to your expectations? Absolutely. Yeah? I went in wanting to have fatalities. I wanted to see brutal gore. I wanted to see characters of old school Mortal Kombat. I don't want you bringing in new characters. They have no relevance in the sense of, hear me out, mm. um, all these new, like, flashy characters just to appease the audiences. Yeah. I want pay homage to the originals. They gave us one new character. Correct. Correct. But I was okay with that. That's yeah. fine. Let them gradually introduce themselves. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I felt like the gore side of it, there was gore. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I felt like it wasn't enough. No, they could I have gone more. more. They I could have gone more. more. Yeah. I, I reckon it could have had an MA rating, not an R rating. Yeah. I think yeah. what tipped it over the edge was that splitting of the person. Yeah. That's literally what it ga- would have gave it an R rating. Yeah. That one fatality. Yeah. Because I don't think the heart scene of pulling the heart out qualified oh, as brutal. Been. What do you think about it? Indiana Jones was M when they took the heart out. I never I, look. I hate Indiana Jones, so I, oh, I barely watch Harrison it. Harrison Ford, Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But then I think that was even. But PG. then I mean, culture's changed a lot since the release of Indiana Jones. We're a lot more desensitized to gore now. That, but also I think rating wise, everything's gotten too PC. Yes, oh, PC, oh yes. a little bit of blood. R rating straight yeah, away. Yeah, a bit of swearing. R rated. Look. Because you can imagine the younger generation and the snowflakes being triggered by potential scenes or, you know, I wonder if there's any issues with gender or who knows what may come up. I love that none of that was an undertone in it at all. There was nothing. Good. Absolutely nothing. I don't want... on top of that, nice little segue, Sonya's character. Loved her. Badass. Absolutely perfect casting. There wasn't that kind of that whole sort of notion of oh woo girl power yeah female empowerment female powerful like no she was just a fucking badass she was her own person she had value to the story and she was a badass damn straight like ex marine fucking badass like, yeah what more do you want yeah like, hell and yeah. they didn't need to harp on it yeah. like her and Jax's relationship absolutely relevant to what was going on in the story yeah gave it great context left it alone okay sweet you can fight like a badass I don't need any more from Sonya yeah. Exactly right. That's all I want. What do you reckon? I enjoyed it for what it is, and that because this is like she was kind of like the the underdog, yeah, you know, in a sense, and yeah, uh, yeah, and without the pro- marking, and, and yeah. she and she proved her worth, and that's what I liked about it. Yeah, yep. No, that's a good way to look at it. Not to mention just like when they had that kind of that pre meeting before they were all sent in their separate ways. Yeah. When she's like, I'll take Kano. I've got, a, I've got a plan for him. Like, she already knew what she was going to yeah. do. And I think it awesome. kind of gave that nice pinnacle at the end when she'd stabbed the fucking gnome in the cunt's eye. <laughs> um, and just sat there and kind of giggled to herself about getting the marking. I was like, yes, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That was cool. It's just like her affirmation. Like, Absolutely. I the people won't know what the markings kind of represent, though. We can just say markings. It's not just an invite. It kind of gives you, like, helps you get release your inner key for your abilities to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not just the kind of the invite to the tournament. It's also... Unlocks your powers. Yeah, it unlocks your power. Orcana. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, that's, that's, the that's right. Yeah. Oh, Kana. Yeah. Unlock your Kana. Sounds like we're uh, Ven. Uh, sorry, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Kana. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> the way they were saying it, they were, I swear they were like, um, kind of going with the Arnold Schwarzenegger ter- Terminator vibe. It was several times with it. That's how I felt with it. <laughs> I don't know about you boys, but I, I was absolutely gutted when they killed off Kung Lao. Yes, because. Like, I- no! He oh, was a huge on. contribution, character-wise, but also the ability and the skill he showed in fighting. Not to mention he would have had the best fatalities. Oh, he, well, what he could have done with that hat. I'm glad to see oh. that we got the fatality from him. We would have got, I reckon that would have been the best one. Absolutely. The one that we saw, that would have been his best fatality. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, pretty interesting the way they did come low and killed him off, because this is like, they all, they were mentioning he was the great, Ascendant from the original Congo, mm. which obviously, like the game and the movie, is a little bit different from it because Liu Kang is actually the great descendant of the great Congo. Yeah. So they kind of like changed it around a bit. So Liu Kang has always been destined to be it. So I guess they had to kill off Congo so he can be the descendant from Yeah, the yeah, I can Kongo. see where they're going, like, as far as like in the next few movies go because they've signed up for how many now? What, there's there's four that's been announced. So, Sub-Zero, the actor that plays him, mm. has come out recently saying that he's signed up for three so far. Okay. So, I think there's the element of franchise marketability about this. Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately, like I was saying to Tyus the other night, there is so much potential for growth with this franchise by exploring character backstories. Yeah. There is so much depth and richness to each story Especially, like, how much deeper you could go into a Scorpion's story. They did really well with Scorpion's story. Like His they, character they development. They really tied it in. I, yep. don't, I, I mean, I don't think they need to actually go any more to it. Because yeah, no, I don't get, think they need to. They did it, like, a small amount, but it was just enough to get his full story yeah. out out and over with yeah. practically right away. But with the Kong Lo situation, I think they kind of seen, you know, because they remember they had the original... Judge host from Iron Chef in the played original Kong Lao, and I saw like some like film uh, things recorded with him, but I never saw him in a film. I can't remember. It's probably, it'll probably be a deleted scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have to wait for it and to be released. I, to I see think that. if they introduce that scene into the movie, it would just confuse everyone. Yeah, that's probably why they got rid of it. Mm. Probably they just didn't want to over confuse things. Be like, oh, okay. And, like, I realised, like, I remember reading in terms of some of the reviews where people were saying some of the flashbacks and were confusing or it didn't really kind of add anything to the sequence of how the linear storyline worked. Yeah. But I sat there and I was like, well, if you don't understand the sequence and the way the timeline worked in this movie, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. It like, it's not that hard, hard to, get. to get. It was pretty easy to gauge. There wasn't really many flashbacks. No, anymore. exactly uh, my it point. It was only a couple of seconds because they started it from 1600, um, give yeah. us a couple of years, yeah. and they moved it forward and they gave just enough information for people to understand. I reckon it was just a smooth storyline that easy to understand. Yeah. I reckon these reviewers were too critical on it. I just reckon it was well balanced. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think there's this conception now with the way movie reviews are done yeah. that they go in with this preconceived notion of that we need to critique it like the way we would an Academy Awards style film. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Do it for an ent- its entertainment value. We don't need to grade it or look at it or deconstruct it 
any further than that. Yeah, exactly. Doing something with a fucking fighting movie. How dumb are you to actually critique it on a level where, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be a fucking pompous critic. No, you don't need to do that. Watch it. Enjoy it. Reflect on your nostalgia and fuck off. <laughs> Exactly, enjoy it for what it is. Yep. <laughs> That's why when you move those rant one. Absolutely. There's more to come, but oh, that yeah. one I got into. I really enjoyed that rant. So where do we go from here? So, okay, first of all, there's a multitude of different components to this film. Yeah. How do we feel or what stands out for you in terms of the fight sequences? What did you love? Which characters did you love? Alright, so I, I I thought the fight choreography was awesome. Yeah. I loved all the fights, personally. The thing as far as which character I like? I lost my shit as soon as I saw Cabal. Cabal! Like, oh my god, Cabal! They did him perfectly. He was fucking awesome. You say perfect, but I reckon they could have did more with his voice. It was too clear. Yeah, the mask on. It should have been more like Bane, more digitized, not like Bane from the Batman movies, yeah. like that husky voice. Like you couldn't even hear the breathing of that from the tubes. It was too crystal clear. Yeah, that was my yeah, I think the, yeah, okay. the voice they could have made it more digitized, like yeah. they did in the games. Yeah, it's more robotic sounding. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I mean, that's a small thing. Like, I, more I can, Stephen Hawking like? No, not that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you heard Bane from the thing. How it's got a <sighs> like, kind of like a Darth Vader in a way. Yeah, but then it's like a people talk like this, and I'm like a shut up. That did my head in. Anyway, beside the point. Um, yeah, Cabal was awesome. Obviously, anything to do with Liu Kang that got me excited. How did you feel about his portrayal? Different. Yeah, Very I didn't different. mind it. He doesn't feel like. I guess, the main hero of the story anymore. No, which, again, because of the multitude of characters within the Mortal Kombat universe now, I think having Liu Kang as the primary focus in the original, it made sense to what that story was. Yeah. This one, I liked that they had kind of a nice balance of character focus through each of the whole, like, main group. So, I didn't have an issue with it. I liked his portrayal. Yeah, same here. Mm. And in the space of, like, such a short amount of time... There was really good character development. Yeah. His relationship with Kung Lao. A few sentences here and there about their homage and where they come from and yeah. their backstory. Just left it at that. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Mad. Make your big fire dragon and fucking neck cunts. Yeah. yeah. What, what oh, and we've got the bicycle here as well. Absolutely. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. What, what I loved about it um, is... Um, Go take that back, sir. With, with the Liu Kane, is they've more or less... That Scorpion, Hanzo, is the original... Savior of Earth Realm. Yeah. And like, to me, that actually made it like, Pride Homewich. Sorry, mispronounced today. That. That's all right. No, but right. like, um, he is like the original person to save the Earth Realm. And yeah. How they incorporated Cole Young as in the descendant of Scorpion yeah. to protect Earth Realm. I think that worked out really well. Yeah. And that epic climax with. Um, Hanzo and um, Sub Zero yeah. was fucking epic. Yeah. I mean, whoa. I mean, they really did it justice. They did. They really did. But I just still, I don't know, there's a part of me that's like, I just felt like Scorpion, well, Hanzo, when he became Scorpion, should have come in and just fucking dominated. Like, wouldn't, shouldn't have been any competition. I think it was a fair fight with like Sub Zero. But and then it Scorpion. ended up being two on one at the end. It's like. Mm. I know you had to put Kyle Young in there because he's the main protagonist, so you need to have him at the end boss fight. Like, that makes sense. I had a feeling they were going to actually kill him off, to be honest with you. Honestly, what I thought was going to happen is I thought that slowly Kyle Young was going to become, he was going to become Scorpion. Like, Scorpion's going to, like, spirit or essence was going to 
go into the body of, of Cole Young. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Through the blood scene. That, that, like, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. That's what I thought as well. Right. Like Metal Gear Solid. Like, like, oh, oh yeah. okay, that makes sense. All right, cool. But then it's like, no, that was the trigger to bring him back into this realm. Like, aha, cool. Mm. Cool, that works well. Alchemy, blood. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, no, that was, that was good though. Uh, it'd be cool to see what they end up doing with him in the sequel because obviously Scorpion's going to be coming back. Like, there's no way they're going to leave him untouched now. And the character or the actor that played Scorpion, I love him as an actor. Yeah. I think kind of what he does and what he brings, especially when you think about like movies like 47 Ronin, mm. he's just got so much richness to his character portrayals. Like, whoever he does, I always find that I there's a relatability to him. Yeah. Like, it's... On a deeper level, but then that meanness and that nastiness of portraying Scorpion in the movie mm. was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and that initial introduction when he literally speared Sub-Zero and then pulled him, I was like, this oh, is God. badass. Mentioning that, a lot of people complained about it, but I fucking loved it. When he said, get over here, one of Scorpion's catchphrases, I actually loved it because it was more natural, yeah. but... Uh, but it was powerful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. And his spear with the, the, the spikes on it. It was yeah. fucking epic. I, just, like, I could see why people might have a problem with when he uses get over here. Because it's like, all right, that's the one English term that you know the rest of the time you're speaking in Japanese. Like, okay, but, it doesn't kind of make sense, but you know what? Who, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's Scorpion. That's his thing. Shut up. Yeah. Just, he's a fucking... He's a guy that lived in the 1600s and came back from hell. Yeah. Like, Shut up. I know. Let if, it happen. If you're reflecting cool. on the fact that he says one English comment, yeah. and we're talking about someone who breathes fire out of their fucking mouth and yeah. comes from hell, yeah. like, why would you even look remotely into yeah. that? Was it just me, or were you guys hoping once he breathed the fire and his like, face started to become a skeleton, that it was going to stay like that? I'm actually happy it didn't. Really? Yeah. I think back to the moment in the initial one, when he took the mask off and his face turned into the skull. Yeah. I didn't like the skull look. Well, it didn't look then, right. Back then, it looked real dumb. Exactly. It would have been great now if they could do it. Like, obviously, they've no, got but the not even just like full skull, and it's just like basically from the nose down. Yeah, is just bone. I still like that. that. Would have been I cool. Like and he keeps the mask on to hide it. Tell you know? me, based off that little comment, Melina, when she her face started to retract and like feedback, the scars came I was off. Thinking of it. So I good. I was thinking that. all the way before that, how like her teeth weren't really like fangy yeah. like. They're just like buckled teeth. Yeah. Like, mm, that was bitchy. Like, where are the fangs? Where are the fangs? And then they give us that, like, there they are. Yes, they're there. Awesome. That was cool. What were you going to say, Paulie? Just a few things going back and forth with that. Because, like, we were jumping from Scorpion to to Marlena. I'm going to jump again with Raiko. It kind of like he was three characters in one. Raiko himself, he had Shokan's hammer, which Mm. got destroyed. And he also reminded me a little bit of Kodokan. Because Raiko was like a short, stocky guy. Right. Uh, Raiko. And you've got like Raiko, kind of like three characters mashed into one. Right. And okay. I was kind of disappointed with that. Yeah, I didn't know too much and about he, this Raiko. Raiko's just in number yeah. four. I don't think he's been in... He's been ah, in Armageddon. Okay. Was because, he in even new games? Uh, not he so was, much. He made no, an appearance he, in a couple He of made them. an appearance in Armageddon and number four and that was it. So you didn't go in like nine... No, nah, they, kind of, they kind of wrote him off. Oh, that's kind of a weird choice to but be. But he's a fan favorite, so they gave some. Fa- well, at least well, they fan needed a so goon to like a to fan fetish. But the and you know is- who that goon was? You think of Tony Jaa's movies. Who's the big Aussie fuck with the bald head? 
Remember in um, Ong Bak, mm. when he's like, Ong, and he runs at him and charges him? Yeah. That's the same guy. Oh, is it? Yes. I have no idea what the guy's name is. Yeah, neither do I, but I he's always name. the big fucking Aussie goon. <laughs> oh, that's what I have to remember. Scorpion. What I've never understood with Scorpion and Hanzo, he's always been a good guy. Why the fuck does he get chucked to hell? He's he's a good guy. That's what I've never understood in the I don't think he's more. ever been depicted as a good guy. Yeah. He was always because that, like it shows like guy. when he like the thing is we don't get a lot about like the past beyond what we saw in that like let's say this movie in general, right? Yeah. With just this movie, we only see him when he's with his family outside of the whole because he's part of a ninja, a ninja clan, right? Yeah. So we don't see what he does as far as the ninja side goes. We don't know how many people he's killed you- or whatever because He's invoked the wrath of the Lin Kuei for mm. a reason, yeah. right? There's no, there's, they wouldn't just go after him just because. Do you guys know much on ninjutsu? Not a lot. I actually do. Right, okay. Ninjutsu are farmers. If you look at all the weaponry, yeah, it's, it's all farming a, tools. It's all farming tools. Yeah, yeah. They only use those tools to protect their own farm. It's been misinterpreted by Hollywood yeah. that they're vigilantes, which they never were. They were just there to protect their own families. What the whatever you call their yeah for, for um, I think family things wasn't that. it so much a thing like apparently it was like to stop being taken advantage of by the samurai at the time because uh, the samurai were seeing like the nobles and then the peasants had like no they, they were practic- ninjas were practically peasants yeah they were protected as from from nobles yeah. and stuff like that but I think there were tales of certain ninjas mm-hmm. like certain splinters becoming assassins and that sort of shit yes yeah, so like but anyway uh, was, but like like yeah. but that's what I mean like we didn't see any of the goings-on of what Scorpion did as a ninja, right? We never saw that. So mm-hmm. there was a re- there had to be a reason why Sub-Zero's clan came for him in the first place. And I, I, I think it's the first down. portrayal I've seen where I suppose Scorpion had some relatable content to him. Yeah. I really liked his character. I loved where it stemmed from. I liked the portrayal. Everything about that initial first scene played so much into how I felt about him later on in the show. Yeah. So I had a dislike towards Sub-Zero, whereas in an initial one, I preferred Sub-Zero. I yeah. love Scorpion, but I love Sub-Zero more. Yeah. So I think it may play into the fact of when you play the game, who do you typically go? Do you go Sub-Zero or do you go Scorpion? If, if out of them two, the two. Out of them two. Oh, I don't know. I, I switch between them both. Oh, okay. So it's always Sub Zero for me. So it may come from right. just a potential bias on my end. Usually, for like, if it's the, when I'm playing the game, for example, yeah. I'll usually just go the opposite of whatever someone else does. So, for example, if you pick Sub Zero, you're going to go on Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Scorpion. Yeah, okay, okay. So I, I'm not, I don't lean to either. But side. I definitely must say, like, yeah, I, I do really, really like the portrayal of Scorpion and yeah. his story yeah. and how it fed into this new kind of script this new kind of you know context that it gave me where i didn't hate him and yeah. i've always hated him like it's just weird yeah um so for me sitting and watching it and i had mixed feelings about characters now so that's what kind of this new dimension was added for me yeah what about you what do you think when it comes to um scorpion sub-zero if we're talking basically with the movie yeah i'm team scorpion all the way okay because i really think they missed out on critical parts with that storyline. They could have added in an extra 10 minutes to give a little bit of the backstory why the rivalry was there. Yeah. And yeah. as I was explaining to you just after the cinema, not on air, uh, <laughs> but I will say it now, there's a scene with uh, which the character's not in it, Quan Chi, which yeah. manipulates Sub-Zero and Scorpion. So what Quan Chi does, 
is Potensibly Scorpion at the beginning and uh, starts to assault the Lin Kuei. Yeah. Then Sub Zero, also known as Bihan, yeah, goes to the Shira Riko mm. to get revenge for killing mostly the yeah. the clan. Then he's on a revenge mission, yeah. kills all of Scorpion's clan. Yeah. And that's how the rivalry happens for hundreds of years. And I, yeah. And I don't know how they live for but hundreds of years. That could potentially... They could be potentially saving that for the sequels. You know, they still might bring that back to the sequels because they didn't... Ex- like you said, they didn't explain why that happened in the first place. It just happened, mm. right? So, who knows? They might be saving that for the sequel to bring back Scorpion or maybe what possibly is- go further into... If it's safe, they bring in Noob Cybot. Yeah. Might be... What, what explains that? What is the know? last Mortal Kombat game you played? Uh, I would have been Mortal Kombat 10. I... Th- Think X. Mortal Kombat 11 elaborates on the story because Sub Zero and Scorpion are now allies. Yeah, yeah, because they found and out because they found out it was nothing but betrayal. Yeah. This and that. Yeah, but we don't. But at the moment, as far as we know, we only know that Shang Tsung is the big bad, right? That's we don't, they, they, we don't have any Chokan yeah. in the sculptures, which was fucking. Yeah, epic. they they showed that, but they and didn't that was Mortal move. Kombat 11. Yeah, um, uh, Shokan. Yeah, but we didn't get the whole thing of. Like being told that, like, oh, I'm like, Shang 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 yeah, Shang 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 saying the hell. whole thing of Shang Shang's brother, yeah, Shang 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 Shang, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we didn't get the whole thing of Shang Shang saying that he's only the underling to his like big master sort of thing. We never got that inkling that he was only like a general. He seems like the head master. He's not the ruler. Uh, yeah, uh, what is the ruler? So we don't. So as far as we know, Shang Shang's still the big bad. Maybe they might bring Shao Kahn into it. They might bring Quan Chi into it. We don't know yet. There's there's so much leeway for character development in terms of the bad guys. Yeah. They have endless amounts of characters to choose from. Oh, yeah. With great origin stories to develop into the context of what was produced tonight, what yeah. we watched tonight. Yeah. So, you know, potentially we got a taste of what Shang Tsung was like and- yeah. You know, that whole soul-sucking thing, yeah. which is what most girls that do. <laughs> anyways, um, but in terms of what they bring with Shang Tsung, they have, because it's James Wan at the helm, I feel like there's a lot of leeway to make that character very dark and gory, and I want him to be the proper Thanos-like big bad. Shang Tsung, you think? Yes. No, uh, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's what my leg stands on with that. I really hope I do get to see that. Yeah. Were any of you disappointed? Like, you got towards the end of the movie, like, ah, Raiden didn't even fight once. Uh, I wasn't disappointed because I feel like Raiden's always kind of that overseer. Like, I know I was hoping for the (laughs) moment. Um, I didn't get to see it. I'm a little bit disappointed in that regard. (laughs) What was it again? Um, But we should be backstepping. Because then they got the abilities and that not go straight towards the end. Like there was, there was cheesiness too. All right, well, we need to get to the cheesiness. Go, go for it. Okay, I really cringed at Jacks how he got like I'm gonna just say it as I see it like mecha powers. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, I uh, cringed to my. Oh, really? My face Your superpower is just getting better metal hands, like robotic oh, arms. Really? And that. Um, the superpower was just just so. It was it was shit. It was a shit. It was a shit power. Like, uh, didn't he have like a? Wasn't his thing like a shockwave sort of thing? Um, Or am I getting confused with Sonya? No, he's got the shockwave when he smashes his fist into the ground and makes a shockwave. So yeah, Yeah. I mean, 
it was it was cheesy. I went, I mean, it was really cheesy. They should have just gave him robotic arms, but like they should have given him like a proper. Well, I thought they would have done like how they did originally. Instead of like the the temples, like the monks of the light temple yeah. fixing his arms, yeah. that he got picked up by the U.S. Army and they gave him like the, yeah. the these prototype the arm. arms, yeah. right? That would have made more sense. But you know what? For what it was. It was cheesy, but you know I can live with it. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I think he had a point of redemption when he fucked up that cunt's head by oh, squashing it. That was it. That was really what I felt right when he punched right him twice or three times in the face. The saw- sound of that punching into yeah. the fucking cheekbone was amazing. You could just see his face just start to crunch in, like oh yeah. So I once it got to that stage where he popped his head like a fucking zit. <laughs> That just kind of was the redemption part of having those that little cheesy That's part one, with the arms. Yeah. One cheesy moment. All right. That other cheesy moment. But I loved it at the same time. Reptile just reminded me, I'm going to say this, the Goombas from the Super Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. I see that. I mean, it's just like... The bit which just took the eyes off the cake was fucking Kano ripping the heart out from See, it. See, they should have gone along the lines of what they did with Reptile in the original. In animation. Like, like, it was like a reptile that took over like a human skeleton. Correct. I loved yeah. that essence. And mm. they portrayed Reptile so well. Yeah. And I thought initially, you know how everyone was kind of transporting to different places like Shang Tsung and all that. Yeah. Coming through the black smoke. I was actually hoping to see smoke. As one of the characters. I, I think you noticed, I think coming. I nudged you. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, no fucking I know, way. I, I thought we were getting smoke. I'm like, no! Were... And then, yeah. oh, damn. I thought it was smoke as well. Like, he, he's like he's smoke is the, my favourite character. He's a part of the Link Quake, smoke. Yeah, smoke has been my favourite character for fucking forever. Like, yeah, and mine He is my go-to. I love oh, Your favourite character is smoke? Rain. Rain? Rain? Really? I thought yeah. it was Raiden. Mine is... I love playing Raiden, but... I've always chosen Rain. Okay. Mine's original Striker from Mortal Kombat 3. Striker! Fat Striker. Not the one which looks like um, John Cena from the newer Mortal Kombat games. <laughs> original Fat Striker. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I could be like Striker. I'm fat. I mean, not not the John Cena yeah, Striker. This like the cop. When he was yeah. just like a... a security guard. And like back in Mortal Kombat 3, he was more of a security guard. Yeah. Even though he was a cop, but he looked like a security yeah. guard. But in the later games, I think 9 o'clock... Uh, sorry, 9 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> part 9 onwards. They yeah. changed his look completely, making him look like John Cena. Yeah, they made him look like more like chiseled. And chiseled. I didn't like, like that. More, yeah, more like an actual actor sort of thing as opposed yeah. to just like just an everyday guy, like security guard that's got a bit of fight. Number 3 was... Um, digitalized from a real person mm. when number well, nine... All of them were. All the characters all, were. All of them were. Yeah. But I think after number number three, Ultimate, they stopped digitalizing them and yeah. started doing all computer-generated characters. Yeah, 100% they did. And that's where it lost its feel a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Look, and look, we only gave that from like the graphics of the time. Like, come on, they were pretty... It's pixel to the fuck. Like... You, you can kind of get a gauge of how they look, but it's not like a proper depiction of how they look, so... Yeah. You take it for what it is, but it was awesome for the time. Well, you asked me who my favourite character was. Well, I- So, what was the other cheesy part you were going on about? Uh, well, we said a reptile with the, the, the Goomba yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean... I was just... I, like, I don't know about you, but I was hoping for, like, Ninja Reptile. And ninja even, reptile. like, the reptile at the time in the ninja games reptile. where he's still kind of humanoid. It's like a humanoid lizard, but still, like, a yeah. Yes. Yes. What yeah. I was yeah. feeling was, in terms of what Sub-Zero gave and the s- vibe that Scorpion gave... In terms of their outfits, 
give something like that to smoke. Give it to, you yeah. know, those sorts of characters because I feel like you're going to head in a direction that people are going to love because initially what you get when you look at Sub-Zero and you score, fuck, that's mad. Yeah, like, the, the, the outfits look sick. The portrayal yeah. was great. Hold on, I'm going to put you out there. Sub-Zero, he needed more blue because he looked like more Noob Saybot than anything. Even when he took off a lot of the armor, it was like completely black. It was mm. kind of teasing that he was becoming Noob Saber. I think what's saying. Well, but maybe they didn't intentionally, though. Maybe they didn't intentionally uh, because yeah. isn't it at some point that um, once he dies, um, his brother takes over as Sub-Zero, does he? Yes, they takes Something over the like and yeah. his brother's meant to be the good Sub-Zero. Apparently, yeah. Because remember yeah. Annihilation, that portrayal? His brother? Yeah, he was cool. He, he was, was cool. Great. He was the he only... Was great. He was like in that movie. Mortal Kombat 3, um, um, uh, Sub-Zero. Now I'm Sub-Zero's younger brother. Yeah. The good one. Some, mm. some cheesy line like that. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was something stupid like that. But it worked for the time. Like, And again, like I said, it was the only good part of Mortal Kombat blue. There was like no blue at all. I don't oh, there think. was. Just, you're right. There wasn't enough blue. I just get the sense in terms of what James Wan brings to that kind of situation. He paid homage to characters yeah. without question. Yeah. I think great portrayal. James Wan has a sense of darkness about him. Mm. Like, you can see through the horror stuff that he creates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, him as a director, I think I go in knowing and feeling what I know I'm going to expect based off what he is like as a director. Mm. So, seeing the characters for what they were in terms of what Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Raiden, all these characters were... Mm. I wouldn't have changed a thing about him because it's now recreating and giving a freshness to the characters. They are 25, 30 year old characters. Yeah, that's true. So we've got to think, you know, ultimately we have these visions in our heads about what the characters look like, how they're portrayed. So it's a, an evolution of yeah, characters. Yeah, so yeah. I'm cool for that. I'm yeah, cool I just think that. it's like, as He's far as. had yellow. A lot of he did, but it wasn't as distinct as I suppose previous portrayals yeah. of Scorpion. Yeah, where it was That's like in thing. your face yellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was more subtle. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. But I think as far as let's say the, the path of reptile, they uh, that should have been think, different. Yeah, they should have done it differently. Well, who knows? Like like with anything Mortal Kombat, it's always a way of someone coming back. So True. who knows? He might. Come okay. Back. Next point of conversation. I need to bring up the elephant in the room. Do it. The humor in the movie. Tonight. Oh my god, Kano. Kano. Kano, easily the shining star of the movie. Absolutely. Yes. He was fucking gold. And I suppose being filmed in Australia and as an Australian watching it, you can't help but really cling to some of the jokes that oh. he makes and the way he says those things. I think and I, I saw so not- much of myself in so many yeah, of the jokes. I think because we're Aussie, we can connect with you. You complete fuckwit. <laughs> oh my God, that's exactly how I say it. Both of you can get down your knees and suck on my sack. <laughs> can we all agree that Kano was our favourite character in the film? Yeah, Josh yes. Lawson. Yeah. I love him prior to seeing him in Mortal Kombat. I've seen him in a lot of other stuff. What's he yeah. in? Because I've never seen his character before. I've he's done a lot him. of Australian movies, like a lot of independent and like low budget kind of stuff, oh, but okay. he's fantastic. Uh, so having him portray Kano... I think it was the most truest essence of what I wanted out of Kano as well. Yeah. Because there was that element of humour, and then he tried to keep that kind of roughness about him as well. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was there, so... I yeah. got laser beams! <laughs> That's better than your fucking fire! That's better than... What Than your fucking fireballs! He said, better than your fireballs, you're something. Oh, I don't oh, know. He threw a lot of insults tonight. Oh, man. Oh. 
But God, Kano was just spot on. Yeah. I loved his character. Yeah, no. I, and I was, the whole time I'm waiting for him, right, when is he going to turn? When is he going to turn? Like, you knew Were he was going to turn. Were you hoping turn. for the solar face? At some yes. point, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I, they did Jax with the robotic arms. Why couldn't they, when he got the laser eye, the silver took over, like, repaired his, like, scars and well, the if, silver let's like say, that. if, let's say in the sequel, if Sha- Shang Tsung ends up reviving him, yeah. We might get the silver plate on the face. Yes. Yeah. So, there's always a, a chance. Of, there's so much that they can now do in terms of the trajectory of that story. Oh, yeah. Like, in terms of what they've introduced, who they've introduced, it's just now going to branch off into so many. And, like, this could become a potential huge franchise. Yeah. We've definitely. got Marvel. We've got DC. We've got those essences. Yeah. But Mortal Kombat can literally venture down that path as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Can you classify this as a video game, a video game movie still? Because it's not going by the original video game storyline. I would well, still, when you I would think still about put it, how many video- Mortal Kombat games there are, how could you go by original storylines? Not even that. I just still think it's, I would still classify it as a video game. Absolutely. Movie. It's, but it's, it's a movie based on a video game. Yeah, full mm-hmm. But its own universe at the same time. Yeah, but it's still based on yeah. the lore of the game. Yeah. You know, it's all been laid out by the game. All the it's movies. It's not like it was laid out by comics. Exactly. Or right. by novels or whatever. True, true. It was laid out by the game. Yeah. So it's like, true. all right, it's a video game movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I have to say, um, it's one of the best uh, video game movies for the time that uh, filming video game movies. Yes, we've seen, seen that on yeah. the way here. We've seen a few recreations of video games, no. but this one definitely, I think, will stand the test of time. If we look back on this in, let's say, 20 years' time we'll and go, still like it. they've done a really good fucking job for the time that it was. Yeah, definitely. And... I wonder, do you think this movie will get the traction that it needs to be successful? I hope so. So do I. I really hope so. I really hope so. But uh, so many people are judgmental these days. Mm. I mean, I just hope it gets the recognition it deserves because it was a fun movie. It really Um, was. And I think that's what I've said to you in a couple episodes not too long ago where I I said, you know, we can go into movies with this really sceptical, critical point of view Mm. to try and break it down, deconstruct and understand Oh, you know, what's the cinematography like? What, what What's it, you know, contributing to yeah. the fucking what, canon of yeah. film? Or even, like, what's the meaning behind this exactly. certain shot? Or why people are depicted this certain way and shit. But the fact that we took the time out to kind of just appreciate it for its pure merit yep. of being a fighting movie, having some gore, having some, you know, quality characters, yeah. leaving it at that, and not looking or exploring it in any other further way is yeah. exactly what it did. Yeah, definitely. I don't need like I don't need to break it down. Nah. I don't need to give this huge synopsis about all development of story. I don't because, because sometimes it's just nice to go and appreciate a movie. Yeah, and it, but even that, like the movie was just done in a way where you don't need to deconstruct it. It was explained. Yeah, and, like you got the explanation. Like, all right, good. I'm yeah, good. That's Thank so you. true. You know what was good about it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't too short and it wasn't too long. It was just enough time. Mm. I mean, yeah. if I think if it was any more, it would have dragged. If it was any less, it would have been too less. Look, I wouldn't have complained if it was longer. A little bit longer. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'd have an issue. I, I want to see more. Well, let's say if they made it longer as far as, you know, maybe make the fight scenes a little bit longer. Happy with that. Uh, awesome. One of Give the me things, more fighting. just based off what you just said then, what I love, the fact that the director has gone out of his way to bring in actors who were actually trained in martial arts. So you can see through several of the fight sequences 
that their the choreography was a natural flow. Yeah. It didn't look like actors trying to be martial artists. Yeah, exactly. It was people who knew what they were doing and were there to do a job, and they absolutely did it on point. Yeah, definitely. You could tell that the the flow of the fights was more natural. Yeah, you know what's brilliant. Mm. Because Goro was all CGI, we never mentioned him yet. Yeah. Like how lifelike it looked. It didn't actually look computerized because a lot of times things can look computerized. It kind of looked natural, mm. in my opinion. I, I, I got there was a lot of CGI, that. especially when he ducked his face into the car looking at the. Um, yeah, no, to me that mom. looked pretty. That looked I've pretty, seen a lot of cheesy well, stuff. Well, at least it didn't look like 90s Ninja Turtle suit style Goro. Correct. I love that. That was so Look, it was great for the time, yeah. but you look back now like, oh, God, yeah. what is that? They it was like bad animatronics, for yeah, fuck's it sake. it was bad. They reckon having the Goro in this movie was a million dollars a second, US. It doesn't surprise me. And I reckon majority no, of the no, budget no, would have gone... No, no wonder he wasn't in it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> they go, it was crazy expensive. That's why they didn't have him in Because no, I know the fact that they filmed it in Adelaide as part of what it was done. Yeah. They didn't have the budget they could have potentially had if it had have been filmed in the US. Yeah. But considering the circumstances and what they've produced, I think that production company would be fucking grateful for how good that came out. Yeah. And that's the director's first time making a movie. Oh, really? Yep. That's his first movie. So James Wan directed it, but the guy who produced it, that's his first ever movie. He does, like, ads and stuff normally. Okay. This is his first, like, feature film. Well, top well done. Absolutely. What's his... Do we know what his name is? I don't know. I can find out, though. Go on. Continue. Yeah, continue chatting. I'll look it up. You... It's okay, sir. No, you're okay. No, you're good. Dickhead. All right, so what are we missing here? Simon McQuaid. Literally, that's his name. Okay. He has done nothing else apart from this film. Okay. Yeah. Well, I reckon job well done, really. Yeah. He killed it. Yeah. He's gotten awards for his commercials, but so, but look, do you know what? The fact that you've stepped up to the plate and that's what you've produced- Yeah. I assure you that audiences will be grateful for the content that he's done. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. I can't fault it. I sit here very content with what I saw tonight. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like Goro's fight, like, again, it makes sense because it was so expensive to do. Yeah. How short it was. Very short. It was short, but I and feel not like- not even like the display beforehand just to show how powerful he was to begin with. Oh, I think he kind like of gauged. I would have liked to have seen him just like, you know- Versus some like pee on and just fucking rip him in half. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. You know, but the element of when he punched Cole and they whoever did this sound editing for that movie is a fucking legend mm. because when it was a time when that person would connect with the person they were fighting, the sound rose and I heard it because the sound of Cole's ribs cracking in the process was so nice. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Legitimately, I was paying attention to it because the sound lifted every single time that there was a Jack's popping heads, popping zits, sorry. <laughs> um, but Goro, the Goro fight scene was, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of Cole Young's um, armor? It's kind of like every time he got a beating, he was getting more power. Okay, second round. Cole, you had the greatest armor up top. But you were wearing fucking factory tracky pants underneath. <laughs> Cunt, what are you doing? Take them off. Put some other pants on. You look pants. like shit. They were my gonna, pants. Go, they were horrible. So they he's going to be mid-fight with Gore. Hold on a second, buddy. I just gotta go change your pants. pants. They, they were my pants. They were fucking bad. 
They're real bad. Compare them to like Liu Kang. They remind me of our pants. No, but Liu <laughs> Kang looked apart. Fucking this tight fitting. I don't know, whatever his armor was. No, he was he was wearing his active wear. Okay, his active wear. <laughs> <And> active wear. <laughs> this was all filmed in one day. How did he have, supposedly, remember they were kind of like saying that, how did he have time to change clothes, Luke Kane, in between? Did you notice he had black, then it became and then he white, had a white, white top? Yeah, well, like well, he would have well, gone to sleep, the, woken up, yeah, changed well, I mean, into his fucking white. temple for a few days. Yeah, oh, right? yeah well, because they did say when they got there that one um, the, te- the tournament will start before the next full moon. Correct. Sorry, so they had time. I misinterpreted that. Yeah, I mean, and he lived there, so obviously his clothes are there. Yeah. Like, All right, we change clothes. Um, no, what, I didn't. Did you did you like Liu Kang's like kind of the moves and stuff that he did and how he fought? Yeah, yeah, I think he was incredible. And I think I I, I fanboyed a bit when he before he had his fight and he kind of like he's tensing up and you'd seen how ripped, ripped the was. actor was. Like, holy Do you know what I got throwbacks shit. of Jean Claude Van Damme in like kickboxer and yes. blood sport. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like naturally ripped. And then like I got a feeling of big and stocky. Yeah. Just like, you say that. Free, free. I know you say Van Damme, but I was thinking actually Jackie Chan. In yeah, his early, early Jackie days. Chan. Yes. yes. He reminded me of a younger Jackie Chan. The, yeah, the hair and all the muscles and everything. Um, I think what oh, I'm getting back at. Drunken Master when Jackie Chan was really ripped. Yeah. And like when yeah. he done that stance, it just reminded me of when Jackie Chan was really ripped. It's like, holy fuck, I'm seeing Jackie Chan with Luke Kane. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I liked, I liked him. I, was I there the anyone, fought, yeah, everything about In him. terms of the characters that you saw tonight, that you were disappointed with who was cast as those characters? As a casting choice? No. No, exactly. No. I, I, was happy with the casting I really loved who they casted for Melina. She looked the fucking part. Yeah, she did. I she really, did. really liked her. Kung Lao. Oh, mate. I think he stands out as... Because that entrance, when he comes out of the floor... Oh, oh I was like, you stop fanboy. it! You stop it! With that. Oh, I did! So you got excited I was that. so G'd up for that. It was so good. Just it was brilliant. Like, oh, my God. Can I be honest with you? I had a feeling that they were going to kill him off in it. I had some sort Really? Of what made you think that, though? Because how he was going, he had cockiness in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, this guy's going to get killed from his cockiness and arrogance. And But as he was fighting, he was less cockiness, was mostly just on the coffee table, the dining table. Yeah. But when it came to protecting the friends and family, you saw a different personality of him. I need to protect the family, this and that. Yeah. And it's like he saved uh, Cole Young's life. Mm-hmm. Sac- virtually sacrificed himself yeah so he could live and I was I go this is a point where they can I, I don't want to be rude with this where they can kill off Cole Young and just keep the original characters and as terrible as it sounds I wish that actually happened because he, then like the original um, Scorpion could yeah, come out he, like, Cole's going to be a big be... pinnacle piece of the yeah. upcoming movies yeah definitely I think yeah. he's the link now absolutely people getting into it yeah now he's you need that bridge he's kind of like the leader now you need that main character to be the like the one you're back and he's know. got the lineage of Scorpion like um, yeah. that's enough grounding I'm going to bring yeah. in this card Transformers Generation 1 they killed off Optimus Prime yeah and then um, Hot Rod took over for an example, I mean, even though he was the young one, when you think about it, Scorpion was Optimus Prime. They virtually killed him off, brought him yeah, back to life, yeah, and yeah. Cole Young took over. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I, 
I feel like I know what you mean when you're coming on to like you kind of wish that Cole Young was the one who died because they could have played it in a way where like he sacrificed himself to save his family, for example. Yeah, that could have been a good, like, good way to like pass him off. All right, cut, that's Cole Young's story done. Let's move on. Yeah, you know. But I think now he's going to be the recruiter. I see. He's going to bring mm. the team together. It seems like he is that like team's at the end. The yeah. the link for bringing the new characters into sequence. Yeah. Because if they've got the foresight to see that, oh, we're going to do three or four movies from here on out, then absolutely Cole is definitely going to be that bridging point Yeah, to bring in whatever other characters they need for the good guys. Fair enough. But in terms of what was set up, they've left the door open for so much more now. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of like, Cole's character is essential to this. Yeah. So as much as he may not have you know, the essence of what the original characters were. He's a huge factor within the movie franchise, not the games, yeah, but the Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because he, this is, he's an original character for the movie. Yes, exactly. Like, he hasn't been in any of the games. I think so. they called it a bridging character for new audiences to understand. Exactly. So I reckon he's in it for the long haul. They're not going to get rid of him. He'll be there for the entire franchise. Yeah, yeah, sure. I completely agree. For sure. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense because... They did make him a relatable character. I liked him. I thought his well, portrayal. I, I did not not like him. I, I no, liked, I liked Colt as a character. His fighting him was great. Yeah. Um. I think how he actually fucked up Goro was fantastic. Oh, fuck that yeah. was cool. That was amazing when he was exalting Goro's powers. Yeah. Like we were just... like those. They weren't banners because they had blades on them. Oh, what are they called? Um. Oh, what's the style of fighting? I think it's like um. Oh, I can't remember the style of fighting, but like you got one side that's a club and the other side is a blade. Yeah, I just can't remember it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're gonna switch. But just it. the way he was like fucking, or even that one little point where he dislocated one of Goro's arms. Amazing, that was awesome. amazing. That's and I like that he kept recalling on the stuff that he was doing in N- MMA when it was like the ducking the punch, grabbing the leg, and doing the roll. Yeah, love that little kind of throwback to this is my. Sh- Strength. This is yeah, my foresight. I'm relying on that. I like uppercut. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That call out on the uppercut, and then his suit starts glowing. He's, Cop that Goro, yeah, Lebo cunt. <laughs> Lebo. Yeah, I'm gonna make Goro Lebo. <laughs> Why? Because he just deserves to be. <laughs> I don't say he that. doesn't bring just one set of hands to the fight. He brings multiple. Go fuck yourself, Goro. <laughs> <laughs> Goro, you big Lebo cunt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, yeah. wow. That's fucking that, 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 That's a bit harsh, mate. I mean, we've probably got like a lot of Lebanese listening to the podcast. Yeah, but the Lebos love it. The Lebos love exploring this side of things. Uh, trust me. Trust They'll me. They'll be like, we like Goro, that's mad. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got to go to the movie now. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. Considering, like, the time frame that we're working at, as a movie... As, no, no, no. I'm going to give you... As the movie, for what it's worth... Yep. What yep. are you giving it out of 10? Oh. Just for entertainment value. I don't want oh. you to deconstruct it. Oh, it, for entertainment value yep. alone? Yep. Nine. Holy. Eight. Eight. Nine for me as well. It sat right up at that kind of upper echelon and that threshold yep. of... A little bit more gore, and I think it would have tipped me over the edge yeah. for yes. You know what? It's the first movie in a long time where I was smiling all the way through it, 
And once I left the cinema, I still had a big grin on my face. Yeah, yeah. Like it felt like a childish happiness. Yes, yeah. You know? I was just, I was. I agree. Just happy. That, that's why I gave it an eight. I just wanted that that little bit more. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, I loved it, but I just think there was a little bit of room for improvement. Yeah, in certain bits, but I, I think a strong eight leaning towards a nine. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, because I just loved it because. There's been a lot of shit movies lately, mm. and um, this was just a fun movie. It just like it didn't drag. It kept you like on your toes. What's gonna happen next? And it's like um, you didn't know if the good guys were gonna win or not. I mean, yeah. And it's like it kept you on your tippy toes. Like the anticipation, what's gonna happen next? It's just like kept you guessing, which. A lot of movies these days, it's kind of scripted. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah, they're predictable. But with this Mortal Kombat movie, it's like. Uh, what's 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 happening here? It's just like, is he gonna make it or not? Because it's just like, with like Hanzo coming back from hell, yeah. Like you said, we thought the spirit was gonna go into Cole Young, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like coming like from hell. It yeah. wasn't hell, but kind of like the, was the never run, the ne- never run. Yeah, I think that was fucking epic the way they did it. But it's just like it's kind of like Scorpion is gonna be like this uber character i mean like he's only got to make surprise appearances it's like like a summoning when we need like backup he's gonna come into it i want him to be a main character but i don't think he's gonna be and that's that's what was teasing it i want to i want more scorpion i think if they end up going the noob cybot route scorpion will be a main player could you imagine the portrayal based of what we got with a lot of the characters tonight like i think cabal's portrayal and the fight style was absolutely on fucking point. On point. On point. So bringing a character like Noob Cyber, Smoke, any of these... Oh, actually, here's a question for both of you. Yeah. With the sequels coming out, and... Who do I want to see? Yes, what character do you want to see? All right, um, I think you know who I want to see. Striker. Striker. I mean, uh, that's my fanboy, Emi. Yeah. Um... I already said I want to see more Scorpion, but, like, there's something about Striker, which is just... He just seems like just an average guy. He doesn't have special powers. He's just got an arsenal of weapons. But if they do bring him in, do you think you'll be disappointed that they're going to make him more like the new style Striker as opposed to the classic style Striker? I reckon I'm going to go to new style Striker, which I'm going to be disappointed with. So, um, other characters... You know what would be an interesting character? Unfortunately, you never played the later games. Shijinko. Um, he was in only one game, Mortal Kombat Deception. You okay. play as him as a child. He said actually had a storyline, and by the end of it, he's like probably about eighty. So yeah. he ages in the game and that. Yeah. He gets manipulated by Onaga because that's a big boss at the end of it. I like to see a version of him in it. Yeah, he's kind of like Shijinko is kind of like Cole Young in a way. Okay, so um. But not. Do you think they might have based Cole, Cole Young off that character? Definitely not. No? But, um, there's so many characters to choose from, but like, Stryker, because I think Shijinko needs more people to know that character. Yeah. And is there any other characters to think of? Get back to me while I think All about right. it. I've got, th- I've got three, but. Go, no, no, I want to hear yours first. Oh, you still. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got mine in my head, but oh, I want to know. No, you go first. No, 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 I want to hear yours. Okay. All right. Well, obviously, my boy Smoke. Yeah. I want to see Smoke. He's one of mine right. as well. Uh, but another why, one I want to see. Why Smoke? Elaborate. Why Smoke? 
He's just because he's a fucking badass. He's a badass. Absolutely, the look of him, his fighting style. Imagine, like, look what they did with smoke particle effects. Now, right? How cool Shang Tsung's smoke looked when he was walking through. Right? Imagine what they could do with smoke. Yeah, he would look so fucking awesome, and his fighting style would be freaking nuts. Right? So there's that. Um, Second character I'd like to see, just because I think he's really cool. I want and I want to know more about him. Is Kenshi? Kenshi. Oh, Blind Kenshi Samurai. Kenshi is fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, he just, I don't know enough about him, so I yeah. want to know more. That's why I want to see him in it. But the one that I think for like a big story that I really want this character to be a part of, and I want to see him in the story, Ermac. Ermac would be interesting. My number one. He needs to come into Ermac. This. He needs to come into freaking this. Freaking awesome. Do you know? Do you know much about Ermac? Yes, I like. It. Do you know back how he originally came from? Yeah, isn't he? He was a collection of souls. Collection of souls, and he was an enigma. Can't pronounce that properly either. Enigma. Yes, like for Mortal Kombat number one, there was a lot of Ermac um, errors. It's like an error code, yeah, and, and like so, so many things, and that, and uh, that's very free. And that's why it's a collection of souls where they got the collection of errors from. Yeah, and that's how they made. Ermac but then that. when you look at the newer games and the storyline they brought yeah, into the creation of Ermac fucking is awesome, awesome. Yeah. imagine having that in the movie yeah. that would be so fucking cool it just, just imagine be- Saints will absorbing his soul because he's got thousands of souls like Saints will be uber fucking shot yeah like Shang Tsung would look at Ermac like an all you can eat buffet exactly yeah. probably explode with that much power yeah fucking hell but look I, yeah and then at least that would be a good way to also bring in um, Quan Chi as well yeah, so it would just come hand in hand. It just, I reckon, it would be. A he's, awesome he's, a, he's a character which is needed for it for the backstory. Mm. But I'm, I'm going. My third one, Johnny Cage. Well, the, we're gonna uh, get Johnny Cage. He's in the next I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know, he's gonna be in it. But still, because who I want to see in him, yeah, uh, like is Johnny Cage because I just love his fucking um, his attitude. Originally, Johnny Cage was meant to be Van Damme, but he chose fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm kind of happy. Yeah. With I'm that. glad it went that I, way. I didn't mind the guy who we got as Johnny Cage. Because he was coked up Cages. as fuck while he filmed Street Fighter. Yeah, so, so imagine if we got a coked up Van Damme doing Johnny Cage. No, thank you. Ugh, but no, that could have made sense with Johnny Cage in a way. Because Johnny Cage was Marty Animal. Yeah, yeah, still, just thank God we got the Johnny Cage that we did for that movie because Van Damme as that, no thank you. Yeah, he no. was from Mario's place. My third <laughs> is, a, is yeah, a close tie okay. between Cyrax and Sector. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I want both. Out, out of the, the, the robots, yeah. Uh, well, they were humans first. Yeah. Which one do you like better? Noob Cybot. Cyrax. No, sorry, no, 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 sorry. No, um, uh, Sector, sorry. I like Cy- Cyrax better because he was the good one. He never wanted to become a cyborg. He was he actually got forced to become a cyborg. Yeah. I think I like Sector only because I don't like not because of his storyline or background or whatever. I just liked fighting with him more so Correct. than Cyrus. Exactly right. The fucking rocket missile coming out yeah. of his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. How can you beat that? And, and or that or the like that teleport uppercut he right, Controversial mine's the storyline. That's the reason why. I love Sector's moves. But yeah. Cyrax storyline more, and that's why it leads me more to Yeah, that's Cyrax. one thing, and if they're not going to go heavy, story heavy into those two, and they're pretty much putting them just in for fighting, give me Sector. I'm going to trigger a few people here. I actually loved Cyrax's portrayal in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He, look-wise, was, oh, yeah, 100%. was fucking perfect. Both of them looked great. Exactly. Were they both in it? I thought it was yeah. only Sector. No, they were both. They were they both. Were both. So, 
Look, I have no issue, and I loved what I saw in terms of the fighting style, the look, everything in that. Fighting style. I, could, I wanted more out of it, but yeah. I think with today's talent and potential for creating characters, if that's what I got from Cabal, can you imagine those characters being look, in it? I want to see what we got from the Mortal Kombat web series. Diet! Diet! Yeah. From the... Oh. I'm all yeah. for it. If we get all the Cyrax and Sector from the web series, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. That is going to be nuts. And further on that, do would you want to see Cyber Sub-Zero? No. No. If no? we're going to... No. Cy- I, I just think after Cyber Cyrax and Cyber Sector, it just got o- over control because they had Cyber Smoke, Cyber so- yeah, so- Cyber Frost. Uh, you probably don't even know about Cyber Frost. <laughs> and th- th- there was too okay. many... Too many robotic characters, and it just yeah, they kind of went OD'd with the, the robot characters. Yeah. Like, uh, t- calm down, guys. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we get it. You like your robots? Okay, calm down, Ebu. So I've gotten your grading. I've gotten your grading. My was a nine. So in terms of overall, how are you feeling after having watched it? Would you recommend it to people to Fucking go out and see? Would. I'm hungry Holy. for more. Hungry yeah. for more. Definitely, guys. I think there's a consensus that. You know, what we've seen tonight is an indication of what the potential there is to come. Yeah, definitely. You this is going to be a lot of enjoyment. This out is going to be the next big franchise. I I'm think feeling. so. I I'm think we're this is going to, this could potentially be on the same echelon as the Marvel franchise. Hugely. It could Hugely. Get and I have to say this thank God it's not another fucking superhero movie. We need something which is not a superhero movie. Yeah. And this does that. There's a yeah. darkness to it and there's a relatability factor for a lot of the older people in this. Yep. So that's already a tell-all about yep. the audience you can bring in. Because they had enough nostalgia in there yep. for the old like for old people yep. like us. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got the nostalgia like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, I think uh, we've hit the nail on the head tonight. There we go. Fucking, so if you haven't go see it, it's in cinemas now. Get your asses in there. Go watch it. Yes, and absolutely. And online as well. You can watch it's it. on HBO Max. Yes. So if you got HBO Max, get on there. Here if you got go. HBO Max, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you go do. to a cinema. You dirty dog. You dirty dog. Go. You rat bastard. You fucking rat. <laughs> go to the go to the movies. Get yourself some popcorn and a coke and shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Thank one. you. Thank you. All right. So before we head off, um, do you want to plug yourself again, Paulie? Just so. People where they can find you and all that sort of stuff. All right, my lovely rebels. Uh, the best way to find me is on Instagram, Paulie V Vlogs. Uh, you can see a couple of random videos here and there on YouTube, which is also Paulie V Vlogs, and the link will be in the description. There we go. Uh, and again, I'll plug us very, plug very quickly, you, and then I'm going to plug me. I'm just going to do the Rebels one. Oh, yeah, 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 no. personal yeah one. that's fine. So, again, guys, if you haven't done so already, be sure to go like and subscribe us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Bullhorn, or whatever other podcast platform you use. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, yeah, Rebels Without a 1, Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue podcast, the Generation YouTube. Random Network Facebook YouTube. page as well, and YouTube, Rebels Without a Clue. Spot on. And if you like me as a person, please go and follow my business page, Titan Counseling Consultancy on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you very much. There we go. Actually, 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 before I forget, I was 
we were requested. I didn't get the time to do this properly. We'll do it properly next time. What is it? Um, we do have one more plug to put in. Go for it. Um, so we just want to shout out that the Three Crowns Hotel in North Melbourne, just a great sponsor of the podcast for well, just one of our new sponsors, actually. True. Yeah, just get on board. They're in Errol Street in North Melbourne. And if you would like just to go down, have a few drinks with your mates, have a good fucking pub fee. This is the place. This is the next level. We've tried it. It's fucking worth it. It's the next level. Is it fucking yummy? Oh, dude. It is amazing. Dude, I've got to take you down there. I've got to take you down there because their burgers are fucking mint. Fucking mint. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So there we go. I suppose until next Next time. time. Fucking.